Skills in the Key of Life, a podcast series and program that will guide you on your journey so that you may lead an extraordinary life. Welcome to the show. I'd like to talk today a little bit about one of my favorite topics, and that is resilience. And I would like to discuss the concept and what the real meaning is, and is this something that we are born with? There are people that we all know that have been able to stand up and overcome much adversity and do so in a very successful way. And, you know, a question will be, how do they do it and I can't, or is it that I don't? What I like to propose is that this is actually a choice. Resilience is a choice. And the reason I say that is because each and every one of us, I believe, innately has the capacity to be able to make a choice to change our conditions. I'd like to share a story about uh, what I believe is one of the best examples of being resilient by choice. And this actually involves my son, Michael. And during his senior year of track, He was expected to win some medals and break a couple of records. He did well the past couple of years prior up to that senior year and was uh, actually, I believe, already had tied two records. And he was supposed to break the 1500 meter, which is winter track on December 11th of 2010. So they went out on Friday night for a light run. Now we lived up in Mattapoisett, a little town, sea village in Southeast Massachusetts that's near the Cape Cod area. Where And the reason I share that is because there are lots of cranberry bogs. And one of their favorite uh, places to go run off campus of high school was just that. It was a cranberry bog that kind of ran down into the waterway. So him and two friends went out just to do a light five or six mile run just to kind of get themselves ready for the next morning, which they will be leaving at, I believe, at 7 a.m. And as they were going along on their trip, they were probably out there maybe just a few minutes. And they hear a bang. Uh, a pretty loud and pronounced bang. The next thing Mike knows is that something hits him or something had hit him. And he looks down to see that he's actually bleeding in the leg. It turns out that actually there were some hunters that were down in the bottom part of the uh, bog area and they heard some movement and I think took a, a random shot with a believe it looked like it was either a 410 or a 16 uh, buckshot and shot upwards, and one of those shots ricocheted somehow and got into Michael's leg. So there he was, laying on the ground in a a slight pool of blood, uh, a day before his track uh, record that he was anticipating to break. And one of the students that was running with them ran up to the school, um, picked up the coach, yelled to him, said, Tiger got shot, you know, and of course, coach is not believing it at first, and then runs out and of course the you know the roundup is that they contacted an ambulance they haven't come down to pick him up at the high school and now I get a call and I'm just walking into the my home and it was about maybe 5:30 p.m. after work and I get a call from him and he said that dad I don't want to you know alarm but I want to just let you know that um, I got shot today and of course the first thing is my reaction was you know that you're trying to really you know, give dad a heart attack and or you're just being a wise ass, an excuse of 
the French term there, but that's really what I thought. You're just being a wise ass. What it turns out is that he actually uh, was entering an ambulance and the ambulance was driving down to the hospital. And what brought this to a reality for me, it was as the ambulance was passing the house, I could hear him in the ambulance talking to me on the phone as it was literally passing the house. And obviously I uh, freaked, I dropped the phone actually, probably turned about 17 shades of white and of course proceeded and raced to the hospital. Now to kind of bump this up a bit, Mike is in the uh, hospital emergency room. They did uh, x-rays, they checked on him, they did an MRI on his body. There was a buckshot somewhere in his leg right above his calf, kind of near the joint of the knee. And the doctor said it was not, nothing that they could do with it right now because it was in deep and could have created a lot more damage. And they left the room and it was about 11.30 that night and Mike was sitting in the bed and he was really upset, I mean, extremely upset. And he looked at me and he said, Dad, you know what, it's my senior year, meaning I don't get this chance again. Tomorrow is the first uh, of the winter meet, my last time in a senior year, and I was anticipated to break the record for the 1500 meter. And here I am laying in a hospital bed because I got shot. And he got pretty sad and it became this kind of uh, an out-of-body moment for myself because I really looked at that and thought, out of all the wisdom you can share with somebody, how, how do you, you know, change that? How do you change their thought patterns when they're dealing with such a, a traumatic issue like that? So what I said to him was that you are able to do what you want to do by choice. And I believe that through my own experiences in life that we can choose to do. And that choice isn't always easy, but it is something that can be done if we decide to do. And so the doctors had come back and said, there's really not a lot you can do. They said, you're not gonna run at all this year. So they actually told them, you may not even run again ever. So we, we finished up there and the next morning, the team dedicated the meet for Michael. He stayed at home, unfortunately, um, you know, bandaged up with a crutch and they won that meet actually. And they did it in the name of, uh, for in memory of him. That following week, we ended up going to a trauma specialist up in Boston, and they were actually the specialists that work with the Red Sox. And we were referred to them from a coach mentor friend of my son and a family friend who was uh, one of the last Boston Marathon winners in the United States to win the Boston Marathon back-to-back -back in 84 and 85. And he was uh, very close with the Red Sox team and kind of got us this appointment to get in to see the specialist. So long story short, we went up, we saw the specialist, a couple of traumatic doctors went in and did a lot of analysis with him, did another x-ray, and came back out and said, listen, we'll do more damage if we try to get that pellet out of your leg, you know, the BB from the buckshot, or we can just leave that in there and let the scar tissue and fat tissue just go around it, and you really probably shouldn't have any issues pain-wise. But they did say that we don't think you're gonna be able to run again, and at least not in a competitive level. And that absolutely broke his heart because here we are at some specialist, you know, uh, that's actually telling him we're not going to be able to let you or you're not going to be able to run again. And here's what's going to come from this. You know, you work and get yourself a little rehabilitation so you can get walking again, you know, keep the stretching going on and you should be fine for the rest of your life. But just, you know, put off the plans of senior year uh, track records or anything like that. So. We left the hospital, head back down to home, and Mike and I had a long conversation. And what, what I said to him was initially, like I said to him in the hospital bed, was that, you know, we can choose to believe what we are told or we can choose to believe otherwise, and we can make a choice. 
And I said, the doctors are professionals. They're people you think we would say, they, hey, they got the best uh, options for us. They're the ones who got our back. They're going to give us the best possible outcomes. Um, but that doesn't mean they're always right. So what I said is that, Mike, you know what? Let's make a decision. If you want to run again, why don't you work out a system where you can actually start the process right away? Because to try and to fail is to know that you at least tried. You made the effort. You know, to not try is already the failure because you're never going to make any kind of uh, ground because you're not trying. So he began a regiment over the course of the next four weeks. And that regiment included getting on a stationary bicycle at first and on the treadmill. Then he was doing a lot of walking around the high school and the campus. And then he was doing some light running on the treadmill. Then he got back on the bike and he was doing a lot more uh, speed on the bike. And he was doing some leg exercises and lots of stretches. And long story short is in within four weeks, he was able to overcome that injury in a psychological and a physical status as well. You know, it is a change in your mindset is, is when we make changes in our lives to believe we can do something. And he went out on that meet four weeks later and he actually won the 1500 meter and he did break the school record, uh, amazingly. And his story is about really that it's a choice. He could have chose to, to capitulate to the advice of medical professionals or he decided to do something different. Now. With the, the understanding of choice being part of how we can be resilient and overcome any adversity, you know, what I would share is that it is also helpful if you have somebody that you can confide in, a mentor, a best friend, a close friend, you know, in Mike's case, his father. It doesn't always have to be a father figure. It could be anybody, just somebody that you believe in. And you share these, you know, issues that you may have that are going on in your life and look at other possibilities. If somebody's just going to conform with the status quo and say, well, they said you can't do it, you might as well say you can't do it either, you know, then you're talking to the wrong person. You need to meet somebody or talk to somebody or have one of your people in your group of friends, families, associates that can give you a little bit of a different perspective. So the, the takeaway from this is that we all have a choice. We're free to choose. We're not free to choose consequences. There are natural and, and social consequences to everything we do but we are free to choose uh, anything that we want to do. And the idea of resilience being a choice is, is pretty appetizing for many because it means no matter what the hardship is, you can still walk away from it with the outcomes that you choose. So therefore you're directing your life, you're the one who is in charge of your life and you will decide if you can or cannot do something. And again, to try and to fail is knowing that you did and you tried and you gave it the best possible option and maybe at this time that wasn't the right option but to not try at all is already the failure you know uh, an old uh, statement from uh, dr stephen covey who's famous for the seven habits of highly effective people and and he referred to knowledge as uh, a skill as to know and the thing was that to know and not to do was not to know and it was very intriguing because that whole idea of know and not to do is not to know something. And it really is a lot of a lot of belief into that because if we don't know, if we don't do something that we actually know, like knowing the right thing to do, and you don't do it, you really don't know it because you haven't applied it or practiced it because everything in life is about application and actual doing. Like the Nike commercial would say, you just do it. So anyway, the takeaway here is really for the fact that we all have a choice. We have freedom to choose and resilience and overcoming adversity is a choice and we are not victims of circumstances. 
you have that freedom of choice, whatever hardships you might be going through in your life right now, let me ask you this. What are you going to do and what are you going to choose? Will you choose to win or will you choose to capitulate and let the system and or the status of whatever it is you're going through take over? I wish you all the best going forward. Make the right choice. To do the right thing is always the right way. It's not always easy. It's not always hard, but it is always right. Right.